Hi, and welcome to On Point, a podcast by Oak Street Funding, where we bring research and data-backed insights to dig into the minds of industry leaders to learn how to stand out, navigate, and break through this ever-changing industry. I'm your host, Bridget Height, and you can support this podcast by following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on your website, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be there hanging out, talking to industry leaders, and ready to empower you to grow your business. Now let's get On Point. Today, I am delighted to welcome Leslie Nestor to the show. Leslie is the founder and president of Fox Insurance Agencies based in Minersville, Pennsylvania. She has an incredible story to share today, and I am excited to share it with our audience. Welcome, Leslie. Hi, thank you for having me today. I'm so excited about this. Well, thank you for being here. We'll just, we'll just dive right in. The first thing I'd like to know, tell us how you got started in the insurance industry and what led to starting your own agency. Sure. I graduated with a bachelor's in finance and dove right into the world of banking on the sales side. Um, we had really crazy goals. I was grinding every day for somebody else and kind of thought, if I'm going to work this hard, I want to do it for myself. So um, nice. Nationwide Insurance had a program at the time that um, we used some shared office space. It was to bring in new agents. Um, it was an 18 to 24 month program. So I interviewed and was selected to participate in that and started the agency from scratch. Um, a month into that journey, I found out I was pregnant with my oldest son. So that was a surprise. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was newly pregnant and um, working towards some serious sales goals and managed to finish the program still um, six months early um, with a newborn in tow. And so the rest is history. That's awesome, man. Talk about that. That's some, some transformative years there. It was. was. (laughs) Um, So how did you decide on the name Fox insurance? What's the significance? This is a fun story. Um, So I've always had a thing for Red Fox, I think because my hair, um, for those of you that can see me, it's bright orange. It's lovely. Um, My sister who works for me and is my, I call her my left hand because I'm right-handed and she's left-handed and she's my, (laughs) she's my left hand. So her son, who is now three, was born with my hair color. My sister has black hair. And so she, she birthed this lovely little redhead. And so she was in. (laughs) She was in Ireland for a wedding right around the time that we were naming, renaming the agency. And so uh, my mom was texting her updates because she had the baby for the, for the week. And she sent her the fox emoji. And I said, why'd you send her the fox emoji? And she said, oh, that's Zane. And I was like, light bulb. It's significant to her and also to me. So Perfect. fox agencies it was. And it's a good conversation starter. <laughs> it is. People always say, uh, "Where? How'd you come up with the name?" And it just kind of points in my hair. Nice, nice. Um, okay, so in 2017 and 2018, you expanded your agency to new locations. What did that process look like? That was a crazy process. Um, the agency was kind of small, and I knew I needed to do something to grow quickly. So the opportunity came up to purchase an agency. Um, this was going to more than double my agency overnight. And so I really needed to make sure that my processes and staff, everything was in check and in place to be able to handle such a jump. 
So September 1st of 2017, we, we bought another agency. I always say we, because I couldn't do any of this without my team. But um, so yeah, we bought an agency September 1st. Um, I've always been very process oriented. My agency runs well. Um, mm -hmm. And so we were excited about that. Um, you talked earlier about, you know, when I had my son starting the agency, it was a lot going on. My house actually burned down. 14 days after I bought the agency. So no. Uh, yes, it was, it was, it was a crazy time because the agency was not quite set up how we had anticipated. Um, there were a lot of issues we were dealing with um, getting the book kind of cleaned up um, from a, from a loss standpoint. And then my house burned down 14 days after purchase. And so I, I don't know how I did it. A lot of people complimented me on it, but I never skipped a beat. I just kind of <laughs> kept going, doing what we needed to do. How big was the agency at this point? How many employees did you have? Nine. Okay. So it was you and your sister at that point? Uh, my, it was myself, my sister, and two other people prior to that. And then I picked up five. Wow. During that transition, I also picked up a few bilingual staff members because about a third of that book was um, Spanish speaking only, and I oh, wow. speak very limited Spanish. So quite a few challenges with doing that, but we've, we've come a long way since then. That's awesome. Uh, um, so what advice would you give other business owners who'd like to grow, grow their businesses? I think my biggest piece of advice is to just, if you know what you're doing and you know that you know what you're doing, be confident. Um, yeah. When I was trying to purchase that agency, I had so many people in my ear saying, you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to be more aggressive and you need to handle it this way. And I kind of stuck to my guns. I was confident that I knew my industry. I knew who I was purchasing the agency from. Um, I know my demographics, my market, my clients, um, and everything went exactly how I wanted it to go. Um and I trusted myself. So I, I just feel like, you know, make decisions and do them with conviction. Make sure you're confident in what you're doing. I love that. And I, I yeah, and can totally understand. I mean, if you, if you find yourself doing the thing that you love and you, you, you know that you're, you're, if you're confident and doing it, I think that it also makes you feel better than anything. I think that's, it did. that's I did it my way and it worked out. And I was like, yeah, that's why you're that's the boss. Awesome. <laughs> So um, how do you fight burnout? Because you have to have burnout of, of having such a, a, a big business, especially in those early days of starting the business. How did, you, how did you deal with that? Tons of burnout. I mean, like I said, I had my first son 10 months after I started the agency from scratch. So I was a new mom, a new business owner, um, lots going on, um, purchased the agency, had the house fire. It was exhausted. I was working around the oh. clock. Um, we joke, I didn't have maternity leave with, with my son at all. We joke about my, we had blackberries at the time. They're in every picture of him as a baby. They're like, where's the blackberry? Um, <laughs> it's kind of a fun little game we play in his baby book. But um, yeah, I think um, I got a coach about two years ago, business slash life coach. And I, I think it's important to do that. I've heard people in the past talking about getting a coach and I, I didn't really bite until about two years ago. And I think my agency started to kind of plateau. I was getting burned out, doing too much, burning the candle at both ends. Um, I also threw a divorce in there. So I'm a single mom as well, two boys, um, just too much going on by myself. And so I brought in some extra resources. And one of the things that I learned 
through that process is to really take care of yourself, to make time for yourself, mm -hmm. um, to stay charged. And I think it's helped a lot. I've, I've worked on several areas of my life through that, that process with my coach and, and yeah, just making time for yourself. Super yeah. important. If you're not in a good mental space, um, you're not going to be good to anybody, your business, your family, your friends, yourself. So, so. so true. Um, so are we talking like you go on a hike or a vacation? I, I like hikes. I like vacations. I actually, for the first time ever, I just came back from two weeks of vacation. I took the boys to the beach for a week and then I oh. traveled with my neighbor for a week on a little girl's trip and just a quick few days away. And it was amazing. Nice. And let me tell you, this is the first time ever in 12 years that I've not checked my, I checked my email once in two weeks and it felt amazing oh, knowing bliss. that the team had had it, you know, and I, I called the check-in once or twice and the girls were like, we got it. We got it. We got it. And just to know that it was so well-deserved had to feel good too. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so how would you describe your leadership style? Has it, has it changed over the years? I would say it changed a lot. Maybe not noticeable to everybody, but to me, when I first started, I was super control freak. This is mine. This is my baby. And when you're first starting an agency from scratch, you know, I'm not multiple generation here. I started this myself. So I knew at the beginning, I knew every client I've talked to and touched their policy. I've known everyone since the beginning. Um, so once we expanded there in 2017, I had to really relinquish some of that control um, mm -hmm. and trust that things were getting taken care of the way they needed to. So I've really relaxed my, my role in the agency. And I, I, you know, everybody, I trained everybody well, they know what they need to do. Um, right. I try to lead by example in that, um, you know, I, I have a bunch of moms working for me. Um, family is most important. And I emphasize that with my staff and I, I lead, their example with that. Um, I let them see me having an amazing, I call it work-life harmony. Um, yeah. And so that's important to me that they feel that too. And so if they see me living that every day, um, they feel comfortable doing that too. And they come in and they give it their all because, you know, that's what we do. We, we work hard and play hard too. So. So you, you create a, a positive work environment. It sounds like. That's, that's I try great. to. I would like to work in a place like that. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, so one challenge that many small business owners do face today is hiring and retaining talent. So how have you approached that challenge? I think hiring is a bit of a challenge for everybody, myself included. Um, I think you have to get creative with, with who you're hiring and how you're hiring and, and what job descriptions look like nowadays. I think... Right. Free time is important to people. I think mm. um, to the extent you can be flexible with them. I, I mean, I have nine employees right now and no two work or are paid the same. So um, you have to really figure out what motivates, you know, some people are motivated strictly by money and they want to be paid a lot. Some people are motivated by I'm taking care of extended family and I need free time to be able to do that. Some are motivated by I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I want to make some money. So how does that look as an employee? And so I, I'm trying to be flexible with that because I know there's more to life than work. Um, and I think if you treat people right, they'll show up for you every day. So I, for me, it's been being creative 
right. in how I hire and what I allow to happen. Um, a lot of my employees seem very non-traditional, um, but it works for us. That's, that's great. Um, so looking back, is there anything you would have done differently when, when starting your business? You know, I don't think there is anything I would have done differently. Um, I'm happy with my journey. I've learned a lot along the way. Um, yeah. Did I make some mistakes? Of course. Um, but I think they were necessary for the growth. You said it a little while ago that, you know, when you first started out, you were, you were super control freak and that that was, but, but it sounds to me like that's what it required in the beginning. And because of that initial control freak, you know, attitude, you built, you built a, a team around you that you could then kind of relax and, and, and be able to delegate responsibilities to others. So it, it worked for you. It sounds like. It has worked. Yes. And I think it's been awesome to watch them grow, um, as people and as employees. Um, I try to take a lot of the things I learned from my coaching situations and just from life in general and, and share that with them. I have a lot of young women who work for me. It's something I'm very passionate about is women standing on their own two feet. And so, um, I, I just, I try to always be an example for them. Um, that's great of what to mm. do and how to be successful and take care of themselves. Yeah, that's important. Um, so what, what has been the most difficult part of, of owning your own business? I think what's tough for me, and this is kind of a resonating thing that comes up a lot is um, owning your own business. I don't really have a boss, you know? Right. Um, so I don't ever get that hey, good job, I'm proud of you, you did amazing, encouragement. Or I also don't have anybody who says, let's figure this out, I got you. Um, so I think that's been a challenge for me. I, I sometimes feel like, and I've worked with my coach on this quite a bit, um, looking at this more as an opportunity than a threat, but just that I feel like I'm standing alone sometimes. You know, yeah. like, who has me? Like, I'm responsible for these nine women who work for me are taking care of their families. You know, I'm responsible for that. I need to make sure that this succeeds and grows so that they can continue to grow um, and take care of their families. And um, it's just sometimes feel like you're standing alone. So I think being the business owner, that's a little bit of a challenge for me. That makes total sense. Um, so what is the best part of owning your business? The freedom. That's why I started this. I um, I serve on a local board of directors for our women in crisis um, here in our county. I am also our PTO vice president. I'm a very involved at school. I'm a very involved mom. That's why I started this business. I sometimes have a little guilt around taking time off to do that, but that's why I started this and why I set it up the way that I did so that I have time to do those things and be active in the community. And sure, that's be great. more than just an insurance agency owner. Hmm. Um, so before we close today, I do have one last question. It's kind of a, a fun question. Um, if you could choose someone to have dinner with, uh, living or not real or not fictional or not, what, who would you choose to have dinner with? This is a really funny one, but <clears throat> I would pick Sarah Blakely. Do you know who she is? Uh, founder of Spanx. Oh, yes. 
Oh my gosh. I just love her. She's, she's a mom <laughs> and a wife and she's so much fun and she's silly and smart and hardworking. And I just, I love so much about her and I think it would just be fun. Um, I follow her on social media a little bit. Um, you know, she makes pancakes for the kids every Sunday drawing pictures and she always has motivational things to say. Her business was amazing. Um, she's a great mom. I just think it'd be fun to kind of pick her brain a little bit. How do you do it all and stay happy? Because yeah. sometimes it's so stressful. You know what? I bet you'd have a lot to talk about. And I bet she would easily say, good job. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Maybe she'll listen to this and invite me. Along. Maybe she'll listen to this. We'll send it to her. We'll try. We'll send her the link. Uh, well, it's been so lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us, Leslie. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Thank you all for listening to On Point, a podcast by Oak Street Funding, where we bring research and data-backed insights to dig into the minds of industry leaders to learn how to stand out and navigate and break through this ever-changing industry. I'm Bridget Height, and tune in next time wherever you listen to podcasts as we get On Point. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for listening. To get in contact with someone at Oak Street Funding, please call 844-353-8022. That's 844-353-8022 to learn more.